Welcome to the to the to the last new episode of this podcast. We are just gonna talk about uh, the same topic about UVU. How is the experience that you're that every single person is having here at UVU? And now I have one of one of the most experienced people from UVU because I see her history from UVU and she's almost graduated. Her name is Shelly, right? Yes. And just to get to know, just to make sure that everybody can get to know you, like, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Shelly Gardner. I am in my senior year at UVU um, for the web app and development side and with an emphasis on interaction and design. Wow. And, and how, tell me, tell me a little bit about the experience that you have here at UVU since you started, like, were you working before, like, what is, the expe what is the thing that you were doing before? Yeah, so I actually work at a plant in Springfield, uh, the Nestle plant in a warehouse. Wow. Yep. A warehouse. A wow. warehouse. I drove a forklift for seven years. Yep. I drive, <laughs> mapping it on my fingers. Um, Yeah, so I drove a forklift for seven years and they had a contest to design a logo for one of the teams there and I had won the contest and I just had fun doing that logo that I was like, maybe I should go back to school because it was always on my bucket list to do is to go back to school. So I actually started in the graphic design program Okay. and realized really quick that that job is hard <laughs> and I love to doodle but I don't like to work. Like, <laughs> I didn't want it to be work. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I think a lot of people realize it because since you are in design, is more in the creativity side and not a lot of people have the same mind, you know? Some people is more like, okay, I'm gonna be a hard worker and that's what they only want to do. But uh, also you have the side of hard worker, creativity, and you are trying to do as much as you can just to make sure that you show what you know yeah that's that's kind of interesting to be honest yeah um so design still like the interaction design that's when we do all the webs and the mobile apps and just doing layouts and how building a structure on how people think through a process so when i was trying to do graphic design and do all these illustrations i really I don't know. I didn't have that creative mindset where I could sit and draw for a job and I knew that I needed to change. But do you think this skill, it came along since you were younger or is it something new that you discovered? Um, oh, since I was young, I was always an artist. I always loved art and color and just having my hands in paint or even working with Illustrator and Paint, actually. Okay. I'm still that, I'm that generation <laughs> that still worked with paint and like where you drew all the squiggles and then filled it up with a paint bucket. That's my generation. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so old school. And old. and for example, about the school, like how long ago did you start the, in in a school? Like, um, So I had a break I, for younger years. And then I started school four years ago. I started back four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah. So I'm I'm 30. No, that's that's yeah. totally fine. But the thing is that spending four years in the in the program, I I hear that a lot of people spend more years because they are trying to figure it out what they want to do, 
and they spend more classes, they spend more money for getting more classes. But since you are just four years, it's just an amazing experience. Yeah, it really has been. Well, um, you've met some of my professors. Our professors in the interaction and design program are amazing. Um, they're really into helping us. Like they support us with everything they do. They try to connect us. If we create a project and they know somebody in the field that could use that project or see that project. Um, we had two students do jazz projects, like the Utah okay. jazz projects. And one of our professors was like, I know somebody that works for the Utah jazz. Let's bring your projects and show them. So it's things like that, that really help our program and has made me love it so much. I've also, when I was younger, I wanted to be a sociologist. So I- Sociologist, yeah. wow. So people, behaviors, how they mm -hmm. interact and how they think, which really aligns and marries graphic design or any sort of design and color with uh, behavior. So marrying those two and being part of interaction design, I didn't realize that was something I wanted to do. I was just kind of like testing the waters, but I fell in love with it really fast. Well, but I mean, if, if you if you think about it, you can just uh, still mix it up all the knowledge that you have already because you're still dealing with customers and you're still dealing with people and you need to get to know people just to make sure that you can deliver a really good message through your designs. Right. Which, which is kind of like impressive with the, all the stuff that you like. And and for example, like, are you from Utah? Are you from somewhere else? Or what is your background in that history? Because we, what I'm trying to accomplish here is just to try to tell students like, it's not only for certain people, it's for everybody. And I want to know a little bit more Yeah. How about you? Um, I was, I'm from Utah. I okay. was born in Provo, raised in Provo, but I had a lot of history, or I have a lot of history in California and also okay. Hawaii. So I spent, I did summer camps in Hawaii where I got to spend with my aunts and my cousins. And then I also spent a lot of time in California. So I've kind of been everywhere. Um, my family, my mom was a single mom. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was raised four girls, single mom, so super trooper worker. <laughs> so, like, more praise to that woman than I could ever imagine. So, yeah, like, I can see the picture of your mom because you are doing the same, the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. No, she is a shining example of working hard for your family. Okay. And how do you, how do you discover UVU? Like, it was through, like, because obviously it's different universities here in Utah. Like, why did you choose UVU? UVU was local, but then when I found out that they're the only school that's doing interaction and design, because at first it was web app and development, and I was like, well, I can try to go you, like, to UVU or do a boot camp, because boot camps are everywhere. Um, but when I met and talked with the professors, I really, like, I knew that this was the place to stay to continue my education. Okay, and uh, for all the experiences that you have here at UVU, like how do you feel about uh, all the diversity and multicultural department? Like, do you even get into those departments before? Like, do you get into scholarships or? Um, I have tried. Okay. Um, it, it doesn't really. I don't know. I'm not a real good essay writer. Okay. As okay, like, I got it. As like, really, it's not because they're not there i know that they're there but also because i'm not a good writer and so <laughs> i kind of just put it off and i i use fasta a lot fasta has helped with a lot of things and um 
my mom shining examples. I was like, what do you need? And I'm like, I don't need your help. I'm a grown up. And she's like, mm, you're still my kid. What do you need? So, <laughs> so that's, that's there a lot. Uh, as far as experience though, the multicultural students are doing a lot, especially, so I'm Hawaiian, mm-hmm. um, but I kind of lost touch with that culture because I lived in Provo, even though I went to summer camps in Hawaii, that was only like a month at a time. And yeah, of course, it's, it's never going to be the same. Yeah. You know? So living in Utah, you lose a lot of that culture, cultural diversity. So, but uh, Utah Valley has, or UVU has been doing a lot to bring that back. Like they just had uh, speakers come in for the Hawaiian native language. And okay. then they also had a meeting uh, just to sit down and talk about um, the different things that uh, the community is doing. Okay. And, and if you're saying that, for example, like what is the plan that you have for the future? Because since you are gonna be graduating soon, are you graduating next year? Spring. A spring. Yeah. Okay. Spring 2020. Yeah, it's our year because yeah. I I'm graduating the same year. Are you excited? I'm super excited <laughs> because my my background and my history was uh it was more about the I start from ESL English as a second language okay. because five years ago I didn't speak the language. Oh. Which is it was kind of harder because obviously getting to know the language, getting to new, meet pe- new, more people that you don't know the language, that you don't know how to communicate with people. I have my background is from Mexico, but I speak Spanish fluently and I was able to do a lot of stuff with my first language. But when I came to the, this country, I was like, oh, I'm stuck because I don't know the language. But as you say, UVU was the, one of the best resources that I have just to learn the language, to learn the skills that I have right now. And I don't know, it's just kind of amazing. Yeah, no, that's really cool that five years ago, you were just beginning to learn English. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have even never known. <laughs> I was like, you sound really great. <laughs> so uh, do you think that this program, because you're still in my web app and development program, do you think that's helped? Because you do have to communicate a lot and talk to a lot of people. I think the program is, It's just amazing for itself, but it's because it can give you the experience of expressing expressing yourself because comparing the experience that I had in Mexico, in Mexico is not like a, you expressing yourself like, oh, you are a creative person, you are gonna, you are gonna be able to have a really good job. And those type of jobs are more like, a, not like a really good resources to spend your life. And here, in, and here in the U.S. it's just like a totally a different idea. And expressing yourself with the teachers, the teachers are always open to help you and are always supporting your ideas. And because sometimes on design you are delivering a message. Sometimes you have a crazy idea of creating something and everybody's like, what is that? Or why do you design in that way? But seeing all the styles from every single person, I think is the most important thing to see here in the at UVU and with this program it's just you are able to do whatever you want yeah we have a lot of leeway on working uh, a couple of my classes we just we did round tables uh, to talk about what we were doing and everyone's so diverse in what they chose to talk about and what they're choosing to design about and how they're solving a problem and then you were talking to me before about trips trips yes yeah. 
tell me about the experience that you had. Yeah, so I am the experience design president at UVU for the club. Uh, so a lot of the things that we try to do is connect the students to resources outside of the school. Um, I think that was one of the things that was really lacking is teaching students how to take their knowledge and transfer it out into the world and be comfortable talking about it. Like there's still students that struggle with it um, <laughs> because networking is hard. Talking to people is hard. Um, but the summer we just went to Amsterdam Okay. We worked at... I miss the trip. Yeah. I miss the trip. Yeah. I was like, that's... Uh, we were thinking, we were like, where'd you go? But <laughs> uh, it, was, it was fun. It was hard. Um, hard in what sense? Like... It was a new experience. It was hard for me because it was my first time being away from my family. Okay. Uh, and that was like a 10-day trip. And then everything was just really fast paced, but it was a really good learning experience as well. Trying to learn Europe and how they travel <laughs> and things to do and what not to do. Uh, where we were staying, restaurants closed at eight. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I don't know. Europeans like to spend time with their family at night. Wow. It's <laughs> so, a different story from here. Yeah. So, it wasn't like we could go get food at 10 o'clock at night when we were just like, oh, now we're hungry because we also had that flight difference. So that was a real thing to turn to. Um, working conferences, the program, we volunteer for conferences. Like we volunteer for Front Utah, which is the big one in Utah where they bring UX designers in. Have you heard about that one? Yes, I hear about it. Yeah, so we volunteer at Front and we take 10 students and we work there. So that's how UX Strat heard about us and wanted us to come volunteer for them there. And now we're kind of their continuing volunteers because we did a good job. Uh, props to all the dads, <laughs> like not to speak up for us, but it was just really great. Um, but yeah, it was hard in the sense that I was away from my family, but also getting to learn new cool things. Like it was a different experience because they had a different mindset there. Okay. So that communication was different. And I think it was a little bit complicated because obviously you you were dealing with people that has more experience than us. You know what's interesting about this? Um, the more I'm out there and the more I'm talking to people that are, have been in the field, UX design has been the most welcoming and supportive group of people and community that I've ever seen or been a part of. Like anyone that I've contacted on LinkedIn and they're like, yes, let's get lunch. Let's have a coffee. Let's talk. Mm -hmm. And they just want to, they really want to bring students and bring them up and try to teach them and mentor them the best way that they can. Well, but for one of the biggest reasons is because you are really good. <laughs> you are really Thanks. good at it because that's why you are the president. That's why you are helping students. That's yeah. why you're looking for more opportunities for people. Like, I mean, That's what I see right now. And that's what that's what I noticed since I just started the program. And just like, okay, I get impressive with the background that you have. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's taken a lot. If you met me at the beginning of our program two years ago, I was <laughs> quiet. I stayed in the back because I was like, I'm too old for this. Like, I had a lot of that mentality going. So it took a while to like get on my shell and be like, no, I really do enjoy this. I want other people to enjoy it too. And there's a lot of talent in our program. There's a lot of talented students that I wish would find their voice and be louder. Yes, because that's what I think is 
the way that you can express yourself is can be complicated for some others but if you don't do that i think it's the most hardest you're gonna have the hardest time ever in your life because having a design background and stuff like that you need to talk to people just to make sure that they want to see what you are designing and also i don't know what recommendations do you have for people like building a portfolio how to build it how you can how you build your own portfolio like tell tell about the experience that you have building those type of stuff like how do you how do you think it can work from from some people and and for other people like how do you think is your opinion um i wish well i wish i really want art clubs to be more organized so that they can help build portfolios a lot of people are lost and are just like i don't know i know one student that has been working on their portfolio for a while and he's super talented and i'm like just do it just put yourself out there and it's the shyness that holds him back but i know that exact shyness because i just barely finished my portfolio okay yeah so even then it's just like well what if they don't really like what i put out there so we still need to get through those mental blocks first before we even talk about building a portfolio because for me to be honest the my mindset is always like i don't care what others are gonna think about my designs and i don't care how many people is gonna say your designs are ugly <laughs> Because at the end of the day, it's something that you're just going to still improving, 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 improving all the time. And one of the strongest points that I talk to students is that it's super complicated to get a job in, in, in the tech field. Because even if it's design or coding, you need to show that you know how to coding, but it is not only your background because some companies never check your resumes, never check your website. And sometimes you need to figure it out the way that you can get there. And I don't know, I don't know if it can make sense, but it's, it's, uh, it was part of my struggle because one of my biggest insecurities, it was my English because I, it's my second language. Right. And I always say like, oh, you know what? People is not going to like me because my second, my lack of my English is super, comp is super high and I don't think people is going to be able to understand me. People is not going to be able to understand what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to deliver with my design. But as soon as I start talking more with people and as soon as I start getting more interviews, my my insecurity just started going away. And I think it's, I don't know, that, that was kind of my experience, but... No, I think it's the same across the board. Like, we all have different mental blocks. Um, for me, it was like, oh, this isn't good enough. It's only a school project because I haven't really worked with any companies outside of school projects, which is not fair to say because a lot of the projects that we do in our program are local companies trying to just or um oh what is it called <laughs> uh non-profit organizations that yes. need help yeah so non-profits that need help or anything like that like i did the website for uh long long gone wild okay so the orca documentary so i helped them organize that and then I've done some other things where I'm just like, oh, it's only a school project, who cares? But it's not really the what the project was, it's the process that I went to that they care about. Because so that I, was a huge mental block for me. Because I think I, in my experience having interviews with people, I think people is more expecting like uh, that you can that you can tell the story, that you can be able to tell like how difficult was the project, how how many how many parts do you divide the project and how you are 
trying to solve the problems because at the end of the day we are problem solving yeah. like at the end of the day it is the one of the be- biggest skills that we can have yeah i like i think that's why i love it because i get to <laughs> talk to people and ask them why they're doing stuff i've always been that way though where i see something being done one way and i question why it's being done that way because it's just harder like, mm-hmm. Uh, that was a big thing that I was known for at my workplace was uh, I unloaded trucks so that my trucks with the forklift and every time we had just an overload where it was like six or seven trucks and we only had two hours to go and they're like how do we do this and I'm like everybody just stop because you're making a mess of things like let's organize this and it took me a couple minutes to be like that needs to go there and there and organize it so that it's easier for us to accommodate everything and so that's why whenever that happened I was the one that's found even if I wasn't working on the docks <laughs> slightly annoying but also I liked it because I was solving a problem <laughs> yeah because uh, we I I understand what you're saying because you're in the interact design and I'm in the developer side but those programs are super related and development is is the same as interaction because UI and UX is just gonna end in the same place that we need to deliver a really good user interface and have a really good user experience. Right. Now, I was like, everybody, it's funny in our tech world, everybody wants to be like, well, this job's more important than this job, and this title's more important than this title. I'm like, actually, if we didn't have these people, then this product wouldn't work. So everybody needs to calm down on who's more important than the other. <laughs> Because I like, some people are just like, well, developers, and I'm like, developers code. Like, I show them my design, and they tell me if I can do it or not. Um, without them, nothing would happen. Yeah, that, that's true, because, uh, for example, one of the reasons that I decided to be a developer is because it was, like, the idea of, okay, some developers are going to have the idea of, oh, no, this is working, and I don't care if it, if it is horrible design. And I'm like, no, we need to do an improvement <laughs> because we need to design it really well just to make sure that people is going to like it. Because at the end of the day, every single company needs to have their own customers, their own people, just to make sure that they can make money because that is is the goal. Yeah, bounce rates are huge for sites that aren't planned well. And and one of the other topics that I want to talk about it, uh, it's more related, like, what else do you recommend to do to people after school? Because you know that you can do projects on the side or maybe what is what is the thing that you can gain more knowledge and more experience so i always encourage people to join meetups product hives join okay. a community um really join a community and talk with people a lot that's a big one for me that's kind of what i try to start here at uvu is having a community where you can reach out to people to talk to Um, having mentors out there, even if you're five or six years into the job, having a mentor can help you through your hard days. How do you think you can get a mentor? Because in these days, it's a little bit different how you approach people. Like, what is the best recommendation to to get to get closer to people? You know, uh, something that's worked for some several people and myself included is if we see design or see an article on LinkedIn. Like, LinkedIn is a good place, and just feel free to message them. If they don't message you back, they don't message you back. But when they do and they want to help you and you can have a conversation with them, uh, 
it's helpful. Like I would just reach out because sometimes it's a hit, other times it's a miss. <laughs> like you just have to put yourself out there. Yeah, and because I think a lot of people, because I hear a, a bunch of comments, good and bad, but a lot of people say like, oh, it's because people never respond. But I think is people don't respond because we don't have time sometimes. Yeah, it's hard. Like LinkedIn is not the best way of really going out into the community. Like um, Meetup has Product Hive. Uh, they, they're great. It's like they're a great crowd of people with product managers and you know, designers. Like they just have a meetup where they do lunch have a keynote speaker and then they sit around and talk for a while. If you can go and talk to somebody there and find them, like usually you can find somebody to go and have lunch with. And and you're gonna use it up a meeting for going to Domo, right? Yeah, so part of the club, one of the things that we like to do is site meetups where we take uh, groups to companies and just do designs and then we are at Domo, we are going to be doing a lunch and then a two-hour design spread of just solving a problem with their design team. And that's a good way to communicate with them. The designers the designers learn about you as a person. And then to carry on that conversation afterwards, there's been a couple of people that have gotten jobs or like just found another mentor, found somebody friendly to talk to like anything like that. Yeah, because I think at Domo, the best person that we can reach out is Dylan Whisper, right? Yep, and that's our contact. <laughs> Dylan is our guy. Yep. He really is one of the nicest people I've met, so. Yeah, I think I, I, I just get to know him, and I, as I told you before, like, he get me into design. He was one of the greatest persons, and I learned from him. I learned from his staff, because I, his website is just amazing. It's just impressive to see other people's jobs and just to see like how they work and how their minds work because it's a totally different because you and I, we are different people and we can design totally different things. Right, yeah. Um, first time I met Dylan was he actually came and spoke to our students. So uh, that was like a year ago, I think. Okay. And he was just, he's just been a really great support since then, so. Okay, well, I think that's everything for today and thank you so much for coming. And thank you so much for talking into this podcast. Uh, thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I really appreciate it. And hopefully our audience is going to like this this episode. And if, if they have questions or concerns, how they can reach out to you. Yeah, you can email me at shellyg.design at gmail.com. Or I'm on Facebook if you want to join the Experience Design Club and see what we're up to. You can join that. Uh, those two places I really am at. So. Perfect. Well, thank you, and I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you.